Hey everybody, welcome back to another Krav Maga XD podcast. Today we are talking about the idea of what is more dangerous, a knife or a gun? Okay, so this is a loaded question, obviously. If there is a gun to your head or a knife to your throat, it doesn't matter which one is more dangerous at that moment. All that matters is that you survive no matter what. But if we decided to break down knife versus gun threats or attacks, we can easily see deep inside the problem and discuss the certain theories behind this. So let's start with the pistol and let's not talk about rifles at the moment because they're long range and kind of a different category. Um, so we're going to talk about pistols and knives. Okay. Now, guns are amazing tools. They allow you to shoot targets at a close, medium, and semi-far distance. They don't need a lot of skill to be fired or practice. Um, and they're definitely a great tool for intimidation. Now, when you get into combat shooting, people's range is definitely decrease a lot. Um, you have much worse range when you're in a combat situation. So with that in mind, knives on the other hand, you must be close. So knives are amazing because think about it. They never jam like a gun can jam. They never run out of ammo and need to be reloaded. They're super easy to conceal. They're really cheap to buy easy to get. You don't need a license to get them. You don't need to do a background check to get them. And you can have as many as you want. As far as the weapon of choice and how personal the attack is, pistols are a lot less personal of an attack as a knife is a very personal attack. What I mean is to use a knife, you have to be up close to stab them. Then you have to manually push the knife into someone while they're screaming in your ear. And then you get to pull it back out and push it back into them or use it to slice them. You have to be in there. You have to get the blood on your hands. You have to see their eyes while you're stabbing them. It's a very personal attack. A pistol, you have to pull the trigger. You don't even have to be point blank close. So obviously I'm not saying it's easy to press the trigger, but I'm just trying to point out the difference in how personal the attacks are as far as the attack itself. Now, this is my opinion, and some of my colleagues, students, and some law enforcement I work with, and they, we all kind of fall in the same lines as this, but you may disagree, and that's completely fine. But I would much rather have a gun to my head than a knife to my throat any day of the week. Now, I'm pretty competent at defending both pretty equally, but I'd rather not have the person who is mentally willing and able to jam a knife into my body repeatedly in front of me than the person who has the more impersonal approach like a pistol. When I redirect the pistol, the pistol will most likely be jammed, especially if a shot goes off and the round cannot rechamber because my hand is holding the slide. Now, if I make sure that muzzle is pointed away from me and the gun is jammed and I have good control and I'm attacking the attacker, all is good, kind of. Like, I am not as in danger at that moment. But when I redirect a knife, 
There is no dead knife. It's always a hot or active weapon. So who knows how the struggle is going to go? Who knows if they pull the knife one direction, it cuts your wrist and then it cuts your stomach. Or as they're pulling the knife away, it's always a hot live weapon that's constantly danger. I'm sorry, constantly putting you in danger and trying to hurt you as the gun, whether it's jammed or not. What if it's not pointing at you, you're going to be okay. The knife, there's no pointing. It's just slashing. All the angles are going to cut you. So that's kind of an issue with knife two. So obviously there are a lot of situations and aspects we can look into debate this and trying to make it. I'm trying to make it as general as possible for the sake of comparison. Can a knife attacker take out a crowd of people as easily as a gunman? Probably not. So in that case, a gun may be more dangerous. We can argue things all day long, but the main factor that I want to bring up is the psychology of the person who is attacking you. And I think we've touched that pretty well. The person that is going to use a knife is much more effed up in the head than the person that can probably pull the trigger. Now they're effed up in the head too, but maybe not as much. So hopefully that kind of makes sense. So let's go even more in depth. What is more dangerous, the knife, the gun, or the person? After what we just talked about, I'm sure you might agree with me, or maybe you don't, that the person is the most dangerous aspect of these three elements, knife, gun, person. Let's refer to the attacker as the computer, so I can explain this a little better. And the weapon is a program or an app, okay? So if we take out the computer, we take out the weapon as well. A knife laying on the ground isn't dangerous at all. Zero. Knives cannot stand up, run at you, and dive into your stomach by themselves. Guns can't get up on their magazine, point at you, pull a trigger, reload itself, and shoot you. So knives and guns are actually not dangerous. It's the person who is using them that is dangerous. That person has to use it in order to make the weapon deadly. So here's my point. Take out the computer. Don't worry so much about the knife defense. Don't put all your focus on defending the knife or defending the gun. You have to put more focus on the computer. Because if you take out the computer, you are no longer in harm's way. Now, obviously, you don't want to get shot or you don't want to get stabbed. So you have to have good redirections. You still have to have good control, but you need to figure out a way to balance that with attacking the computer and delivering counterattacks. That's why if you see martial arts that have weapon takeaways and there's no aspect of attacking the attacker, it's all just grab the knife and gun or do a flip in the air while spinning and then do a wrist manipulation and take away the gun. That's all bullshit because that person is going to continue to keep attacking you. They're not going to just sit there and let you do all this circus stuff around them. They want to hurt you. They want to harm you. They are trying to kill you. They are not going to give up that easily. They will continue to attack you. So, if you need to figure out a way or a system, that's why we choose Krav Maga Global, is that we want to figure out a way to defend the knife or defend the gun so we aren't in the line of fire, we aren't getting stabbed or shot, but we immediately start to take out the computer less than a half a step later. We have to be in there taking that computer out, stopping him, stopping the computer from being able to use any other weapon, whether it's his knife, gun, or his other weapons, his hands, his feet, 
anything else that he can use. So we take out the computer, we take out the problems. You have a much bigger chance of survival. So let's put it this way, hypothetical. Imagine if I had someone come to me right now and say, hey, I'm going to be attacked tomorrow. Um, I have 10 minutes to train with you, and I'm going to be attacked with a knife. Help me. And I have no prior experience. Okay. So if I couldn't give him a gun or a knife or police backup or anything else, I would teach him violence of action and the idea of turning off the computer. I would teach him how to throw solid, massive punches and kicks and how to go through somebody. And that way, he can at least focus on attacking the attacker rather than defending the weapon. There's no way he would be able to learn and be proficient at knife disarms and techniques in that short amount of time. He would just focus on the knife too much and not the computer that's holding the knife. If I went 100% striking power to the throat, knees, and groin uh, all together, he would turn off the computer. He may get cut. He probably will get cut. But his chances of surviving and winning that fight are much higher. Now, if I taught him a knife takeaway technique, do you think what do you think he would do? Those things are going to be messy. Look at any video with a knife attack. It's crazy. The knife is everywhere, flying everywhere. Your panic sets in. It's hard. You're trying to control the knife while the knife's stabbing you repeatedly. You just can't do it. You have to turn off the computer. It's a lot easier said than done, but that's what I want you to start focusing on when you're looking into defending yourself. So I hope that this insight or thoughts helped you just think about this a little bit more or how about this here's a very here's gonna sum up everything if someone is 20 feet away with you with a knife and they start to sprint at you with a knife above their head getting ready to stab you saying i'm going to stab you and you pull out your gun do you shoot the knife or do you shoot the attacker Hey, just one last um, shout out really quick before the podcast is over. I've been really grateful for all the positive feedback I've been getting from a lot of you for the podcast. I'm glad that you're able to get some things out of this and um, have a place of discussion and reference. Let me know if you have any questions about theories or techniques or any type of discussions that we can have on these podcasts, whether I can do them or I can find somebody that's better equipped to answer them than me um, in an interview style or anything else. So that way we can really bring more value to you and give you stuff that you want to listen to that you think is relevant to you. Um, So let us know if you find anything. And uh, besides that, train hard.